Hi, everyone. My name is Emily Nahara, and I'm here at the Holland Project today with Ayanna Esters. Peace, y'all. How y'all doing? We're so excited. I'm so excited. I've been a big fan of her work for a long time. And ever since, so she's got a billboard uh, photograph that's up with the Holland Project's billboard gallery right now over yep. on the Wells Street Bridge. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful image. And we're going to get into it here in a minute and learn a little bit about it. Um, but I wanted to introduce Ayana. And Ayana, if you want to say anything about yourself. Sure. So um, thank you for having me here and wanting to do this interview with me, um, Emily. Um, so yeah, again, y'all, my name is Ayana Esters. And pretty much I am a documentary photographer, um, self-taught. My background comes from um, community health. But um, I study and practice with uh, folk herbalism, folk herbalism. So um, anyways, with that, um, a lot of my um, work is really about just the Afro diaspora and our connection to mama nature and um, just this, our birthright of being that connected to it, right? And um, I like to show aspects of what uh, gender, uh, ancestry, sexuality, spirituality, and that's all incorporated um, within like the work that I do. And it's it's evolved, you know, because I first started off with like, um, it's, it's all been the same, but it, it's just grown. And I just love the way that everything has grown now with um, photography and the direction that I'm going. And I also am now um, playing with plants um, alternatives with um, photography. So we'll talk about that. Yeah, doing like alternative processes, right? Yeah, Printing mm -hmm. on the leaves. Yeah. Yeah, I saw yep. some of that on your website. It looks rad. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about the billboard that's up. Okay. Okay, so it's been up since December, mm -hmm. right? And if you're driving sort of over wells, over the overpass, um, heading north, right? you'll north. see it on the left-hand side, mm -hmm. kind of with the city juxtaposed in the background. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that photo specifically is from the series Las Olas del Mar, Waves of the Ocean. And that was taken back in 2001 when I was living in Colombia. And um, I had went to the Pacific Coast. It's a remote area in um, Colombia where you got to take a flight, a small plane and a boat an hour out <laughs> to get to it. And um, I wanted to learn about um, and see some of the Afro-Colombian uh, girls who are surfers. So um, I went out there and, um, oh, it's it's so interesting because it's like I felt like I was in a sense home mm -hmm. when I was there because although they speak uh, Spanish and their own dialect of Spanish as well, you know, um, I felt like I was like with some of my my dad's from uh, Louisiana so I felt like I was like back in Louisiana just on a on the ocean and stuff and yeah. just spending time with folks out there yeah really because um I felt like family there you know and when I first got there I didn't photograph right away mm -hmm. you know I just I felt like it was very important for folks to get to know who I am and for me to know who you know who they are as well yeah. you know not seeing it as like oh I'm just here to just come in right and right yeah right I can relate to that because it's hard sometimes as a photographer to feel like a tourist 
Right. This has been really important mm-hmm. for me. And I read this online that you you had been interviewed before and you said it's so important to photograph your community mm-hmm. and to be a part of your community in that way. Mm-hmm. And really being cognizant of when you do become part of a community, especially right. when you're traveling places. Right. So when did you feel like you were ready to start photographing when you were in Colombia? Ooh, it, it took some time because when I got to Colombia, ooh. Man, um, I went there with no Spanish. And when I say no Spanish, yes, I took Spanish classes in, like, what, middle school, high school, but that, no. <laughs> you know, it's a lot different when you're actually right. in the country, right? But, um, so, you know, I had a, a barrier at first with the language. And, um, but, you know, I just kept doing it. I just, so part of me was just like, okay, I just still have to keep photographing. But whenever I would photograph, I wouldn't do it right away, you know? I just, I like to observe you know see what's around get to know people and introduce and so um it's it took it took some time but with las olas del mar that's when i was really like comfortable you know and i feel like um you know it's important for me to be very intentional uh with anything that i'm doing with my work so um so yeah when i came when i photographed those two little girls it just reminded me and it it shows me that you know uh, the way their hair was, um, that's like our first sign, like of young black girls of our beauty and adornment um, when we're younger, you know, and um, that's just so special, you know, because some of the folks who have seen that photo, rather it's been on the billboard or they've just seen it in yeah. general, they um, have expressed, it reminds them of their childhood or even like black fathers or brothers or whoever who have said like, oh, my God, that reminds me of my daughter when she was a little girl, you know, like yeah. stuff like that. Um, and so it just, it's, it's something that, like, when you see it and if you know, you know, like, you just, yeah. you just relate to yeah. it because it reminds you of, like, man, like, just the innocence of, like, when you're younger, right? And you're just playing and just, you know, and those two little girls were lovely. I loved being around them. They would always come visit me and I'll hang out with them, go over to their house and speak with their mom and stuff like that. So... Um, yeah, um, that's pretty much how that came about. What what I love about the photograph, and when I was talking to Alana about it, um, when you drive over, there's just something that's so captivating, because the image is really monochromatic, and it's Mm -hmm. two little girls playing, they're on the beach, and what's really striking about it is, of course, their hair, and how it's very similar in style, Mm -hmm. right, and they have the beads, um, and a little, uh, green bow, but, um, There's also no horizon line in the photograph. And to me, this is always what's so interesting, right? Because you're talking about viewing them as little girls and the innocence and the childhood and so many parents saying that they can relate to that image or, you know, evoke something within them. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're up above like that, that perspective of the image, like looking down emphasizes the youth and, you know, it, you can tell that it's two little girls and it's, I imagine like with my son looking at him from above like that, right? Mm -hmm. And seeing the top of his head, Mm -hmm. it's an interesting perspective. And then the fact that there's no horizon line. So you kind of are off balance a little bit. It has really Mm -hmm. strong angles in it. And it's just so compositionally beautiful, Mm -hmm. just the way you have it laid out from left to right. And then you see the waves coming in. There's a stillness in the image, but at the same time, there's the movement of the waves. Right. The motion. Yeah. Yeah. Motion of the ocean. There's just that. It just has such a great balance because the girls are off to the right hand side of the frame, but you're also emphasizing the water on the left. Right. At the same time. Right. Right. Um, Because to me, it was just important to show the connection of um, Afro descendants to the water as well. Um, because if you think of it's, it looks different around the Afro diaspora, mm-hmm. the connection to water, right? Um, but 
normally in black American history. Um, not saying all, but we have been taught that, you know, or been told, but with the stigma that we can't swim, we have no connection to water and stuff like that. And so really for me, it was just redefining Western optics of what we've been told. So it's more so a belonging for ourselves, knowing that, yeah, we, we belong, you know, mm-hmm. like water is a, a part again of our birthright. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, for me with my my photography work, it's more so important now to show our connection instead of always having, you know, there's so many people sh- talking about the disconnection. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course there's a disconnect, but let's, let's, uh, let's talk about how we can reconnect, you know, our, you know, again, ancestral, like things that were already partaken. Because a lot of people don't even know is in um, West Africa before colonization, there was already a form of surfing that was already partaken back then. You know, it wasn't called surf surfing, you know. Yeah. But that was that practice was already being done, you know. And so it's just like, uh, yeah, water is just, man, I don't know, just such a powerful, powerful element, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you think about water, it's it's a life source. We need it, right? Everybody, any every any living being, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's calming, but it also can be so conquering as well, right? Right? Yeah. So, um, and I think the part is the trauma, ans- like the the ancestral trauma of uh, it being conquering. Yeah. So, um, for me, it's just more so showing, like, it's it's cleansing as well and it is um man I don't know it's just like it's more it's, it's sometimes it's hard for me to explain things because that's like I'm I more so get like feelings of things you right. know um and that's also uh, how I feel like with my photography I'm kind of going off a topic now but I'm just like just talking now. no that's fine yeah okay but I I just before we switch like back to the photo okay. I mean I love that there's so many layers within it <laughs> you sort of just laid it all out right because you're talking about the relationship of the little girls you're talking about a generational relationship but then you're also talking about this greater historical trend, mm-hmm. right? Coming over, dealing with the water, but then also a whole new layer, which is you talked about the swimming aspect of it, right? Which I think that's so important too to recognize. Right. Yeah. I love that the photograph lays out all of these different themes that you're so connected to and brings it back to the environment too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for catching that, because that's that's really what I, in general, with any of the work that I do, I like to portray that. Mm-hmm. you know, within, like, the storytelling. Because if you think about storytelling, like, documenting photography, mm-hmm. you're a photographer yourself, right? Like, um, photography is different from video, right? Because you can have one still image, and it could tell so many things, or you can have a, an accumulation of a few still, right. still images, right? Um, and the power of just having so many stories in one photograph is just... I feel like that's a beautiful thing, you know. And hey, there's a lot to talk about. There's a yeah. lot to see. And you're hoping that who's looking at your photograph has the patience sometimes, right? Yeah. Especially now when we're so used to looking at things oh, for like right. a millisecond yeah. and moving on and moving Social on, media. right? And so the image and seeing it at the scale too, I think is really important with this billboard project that Holland has been doing, like to enlarge the photographs to this size. Mm-hmm. You drive past it, right? You you lose it in a second, but hopefully you're able to come back through and you see it like day to day as you're going to work or as you're moving throughout the landscape, right? And then the image is so enlarged that there's just so much to look at. 
Right. And if you take the time and slow down, you start to see every time you go past it, different themes that are present within the work. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so powerful, especially with your image, with all of them, of course, within this project um, that Holland's been doing, but with yours. And just the composition, the way it's laid out with you being, you know, above the little girls, you're including the water. You can see the waves are crashing in. It's bubbling, right? We can see the sand. We can see that they're very close together, right? Their hair is styled the same way. It's beautiful. Right. The way, you know, the way it's parted, the different sections, the bows. Mm -hmm. There's just so much going on within it. And so I just hope that if if any, if you haven't seen the billboard that's up over kind of on the Wells Bridge, for those of you who are listening, like I really encourage you to get out and take a moment to look at it because there's just something so still within it, but there's so much present. Right, right. And also when you brought up something about, again, with the hair, I want to include, uh, again, that specific part of Colombia on the Pacific coast is um they're called cimarrones which means and in english that um, translates to maroons and um they're escaped africans who created their own settlements over mm -hmm. on, on the coast and um again when you're talking about like african ancestry when um africans were brought over to the western world um for sovereignty a lot of folks would put seeds and stuff in their hair you know those those braids like it's it's it, there's meaning behind mm -hmm. it you know and so it's just also like it's the importance of including that um and paying homage to that as well it's just great it's just great work and i spent so much time looking through i went through your instagram and your sites and i know you've been making a ton of work mm. um before the podcast started <laughs> we were just talking about you spent a lot of time you went to indiana university yeah for grad school I did. and then you made a bunch of work in the midwest i saw you had some images in detroit and then you yeah. spent some time in flint too documenting yeah. kind of the impact and the effects of the I water did. yeah on those communities yeah i did that was a part of um, my series i'm still here and that's when i was first really like doing my first photo series you know thinking like what I wanted to do and that's when you know remember when I was talking about the disconnect and the connect mm -hmm. that was the disconnect of black folks um to the environment because of environmental racism that goes on right and so in the midwest we're talking about the Great Lakes region so that's like what Flint Detroit I was in Minneapolis um oh I feel like I'm I'm Chicago I was about to Honestly, no, I didn't. Well, yeah, on the Chicago other side. is yes. I'm I'm thinking about places I photographed, oh. and um, cause I was like, where? I I was in Chicago. I don't think I photographed out there though. Um, not for the project, but um, ooh man, um, that that kind of opened my eyes, you know, because uh, being raised in, out here and also uh, living and spending some some time in the South as well, in the Deep South, you know. Um, being out in the Midwest, I was just like, oh, okay. So there's all this nature out here, right? And then it's this like, but but why is there such a such like segregation? You know, that's what that's what I saw mm -hmm. out there. It's 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 a, it's a lot. And um, going to Detroit opened my ooh even more opened my eyes. Open my eyes. I love folks um, in Detroit. You know, uh, have no like a lot of respect for those people out there um, because they're out there doing the work and uh, they they don't play. And that's yeah. what I love. <laughs> I love about uh, Detroiters. But um, yeah, when I went to D Town Farms and I was with um, Baba Malik is his name. He's over the um, D Town Farms there. 
And the way he just talked, like his presence and just uh, how he just gets a, a message across, you know, um, made me realize like, okay, this is what I want to focus on. Like, like it just felt natural mm -hmm. to me. And so from there, that's when I did I'm Still Here, um, got to do some of that work, and then decided I just wanted to start showing the connection instead. Because um, there's, like, again, there's just enough of talking about the disconnect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you working on now? Where do you see yourself evolving into the future any new projects on the horizon are you currently making any work um i mean of course you are oh that's photographers are always yeah Oof. so yeah there's gosh you got me i'm just thinking about all the stuff I gotta do. um so yes um there's going to be a very important project that's going to be coming out here in reno um that i'm working on um along with uh, the woodkin road art project Oh, okay. Yeah, What's yeah. Have that? you heard of that? Okay. Is that like a revitalization project, or is that trying to bring art into the community over there? I say it's just more so about just um, keeping and maintaining the art because there's already been art in the the neighborhood, um, but it's just like doing another another phase of it okay. now. And um, oof, I'm like the mic. Okay, but anyways, um, <laughs> uh, so with the project, uh, oh man, it kind of just uh it just happened so there's already other muralists that are over there have you driven mm -hmm. by to see yeah. um so you have um ruby um orlando and uh nathaniel and i'm trying to think some other other artists over there but um for me specifically um i wouldn't say i'm the photographer but i did uh more self photo research and um how would you say yeah photo research and just the collection of images that will be going up there um paying homage to the black community that was once um more so pro predominant in that neighborhood so um and it's something that I always wanted to do yeah because um the the reason why my mom's family ended up out here my maternal side is out here is because um, my great-grandmother and my great-great-grandmother, and yes, y'all, I knew my great-great-grandmother, Mama Jo. <laughs> Mama Jo, I knew Mama Jo. Um, we, they ended up out here in the 1950s mm -hmm. from Hawthorne, then, then to Reno. Um, but I just, um, I've always, I feel like I am who I am really because of the matriarch of my family, the women. My great-grandmother, Doris, um, love her miss her think about her every day every day um oh man and um so for me it's just like I always told myself I was like I, I want to like do something I want to have my great-grandmother somewhere because anybody who did know her they you just you say Doris they'll be like they just smile you know yeah. like they always say she's such a like sweet but very strong woman as well um and so um I thought about that, but then I was really just like, my mom was just like, okay, well, how about incorporating other folks from the community too? And so I was just like, yeah, you know, that that's, that sounds more so that would be a, of a better idea instead of just focusing on one person. And so it's going to go up anytime now. 
Um, the printing's done. Just have to do some more coding that we have to do on it to keep it protected because it is going to be it's public art. You yeah. Know? Um, hopefully it lasts up to five years. <laughs> but you know, with, again, with natural elements, you know, you just have to be okay with what ha- yeah, happens. The sun's going to beat on it, but yeah, and it's a south, okay. it's a south facing wall too. Yeah. Uh, but you know, um, I. I believe I did my due diligence to make sure. I can't sure. wait to see it. Yeah, I can't wait to let y'all know. I'm I'm waiting until, like, it's really going up to actually, like, show it, you know? Because uh, it'll make, it'll just yeah. make more sense. Um, and I, I think the project, I know you want to ask me something. Um, the, I know. It's, it's really, I really feel like the project is bigger than itself because it's um, a part of Nevada history. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, who else have you been collaborating with on this? Right. So folks from, again, like the Woodkin Road Art Project, mm-hmm. um, uh, they, oh, gosh, that's like a big question because there's layers to it. Right. Uh, okay. But um, so I would say it's going to be so it's going to be a photo mural and a mini mural as well. So there's going to be images and then mini painted murals from people from the community so it's going to be like folks from like let's say from the community who are from the youth age range from seniors and everybody kind of like part um, participated um with it and they painted what home means to them yeah and Kristen is the other artist who is over over that um or so with like the the mini murals the paintings and stuff like that so her and I Yeah. Well, I'm so excited, especially to see photography in neighborhoods in this way, because historically it's difficult to get like you were already talking about having to coat it and seal it, use the right materials to hopefully get some longevity out of the image. Right. It's hard for photographs to exist in this way. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm so excited just to see the photographs in the community and then Mm -hmm. the historical context behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I believe. um what's going up is it's it's again it's gonna it's bigger than what what it is mm-hmm. um and i think it's gonna start um rolling some turning some some wheels about um uh, dang how has like uh the black presence our afro presence that you know been in nevada you know um and also just uh yeah, just like all the beautiful things. There's um there's thirty three gallery in um Las Vegas and um ran by his name is Chase. He's another artist and just doing great things, similar, you know, um, at Legacy Legacy Park in Las Vegas, um, having like the pillars of, you know, uh black folks from their community and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's just it's it's good to know that there's other um, artists out there who are wanting to to pay homage, you know, like do, it's, it's just it's important. It's it's just it's yeah, so it's important. important. It's so important. Cause, and I'll always say, and I feel like some folks have heard, heard me say this so many times, but if you don't know who you are, people will tell you who you are, you know. So you got to know yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, and let's talk a little bit about that too, with being an artist, and okay. especially, did you do you want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that. I was about this. I was looking at my phone because I'm like, I know it's out of memory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. I'm all like, I know it's out. <clears throat> Anna's recording this on her phone over in the corner, so. <laughs> all right. Hey, phone's back up. All right. 
fun. I've been, I've been, I've been enjoying this. I know we're probably way over our time limit. Right. We're at 26 minutes, but uh, Alana's gonna well, love it though. She's gonna love it. Everyone's gonna love it. Yeah, I think. Like I, I done. Did you go to grad school? What did you go to grad school for? <laughs> you said environmental studies. Uh, public health. Public health. Yeah, oh, okay. public health. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Well, then I want to talk a little bit about your art journey, if that's okay. Yeah. Because I'm always so fascinated by this, because you mentioned you were self-taught. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, so self-taught photographer. And then just the evolution of finding your voice and kind of knowing who you are as an artist. For me, it's always sort of changing. You know, I think I'll, yeah. I'll be thinking about myself as an artist in one way, and then and one day I'll wake up and I'll see something I'm online, and I'll just think to myself, like, oh, I'm so unoriginal, my work. You know, all of our work stems from other artists or other themes. And so it's something I'm always thinking about within my own work. Like, what makes what I'm doing different? Does that matter? And sometimes mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I say to myself, my work is for me. I don't I don't know if you can relate to this in any way, but when I make an image, I'm making it for myself first. Mm. For some reason, it's, it's just this process. Like, I feel like I have to do it. Mm. I have to make a photograph. I photograph architecture. I love to photograph really early in the morning or really late at night. Um... They're, they're buildings and places that I feel like are important to me for some yeah, reason. You know. And and I just love it so much. And then when I find that other people can relate to it or other people have stories or they'll say, oh, my gosh, you photographed this building. And I remember they'll share these great memories with me. And it's so interesting to me. I love it so much when I hear those stories about the places that I photograph. But I think for the most part, for me, I'm making work for myself mm-hmm. and trying to figure out why. And then sometimes I just don't care. I'm like, I just have to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So when you're talking about, you were talking about your identity, I'm trying to like work my way back to this and kind of figuring out, you know, why you make the work that you make. What do you, what do you think the genesis of that is? Or why do you feel so compelled? Because you're a self-taught photographer. You didn't go to school for it. You've been doing it for how many years? YouTube University is where I'm YouTube University, right? Which I love because that's what's so great now is there's just so much knowledge that's at our fingertips that's accessible. Mm -hmm. And so many people are driven. They feel the need to create. They get online. They learn how to do it and they they kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a a powerful question, I think, because for me, you know, sometimes I still sit and I think like, how am I still doing this? And it's just happening, you know, and it's just happening. I honestly feel like you got to stay with me as I'm explaining this. Okay. Um, This me doing photography. Let me tell you, I would have never thought that I'll be I would ever become a photographer. I know (laughs) never thought about that. Um, But for me, it was more so feeling like fulfilling my purpose. I feel like it is a purpose for me to tell or show certain stories or show certain things. And for me, when it comes with photography, it's more so I feel like I, I get a a spell. And what, what, what I mean by a spell is uh, it's more so um, it happens. It's just it, it's, it's I so know it's to hard explain. to explain. That's why I said it's more of a feeling, a it feeling is, thing. It is a feeling. And um, I honestly, like listening to what you're saying, you know, I think it's different for everybody. For me, I don't necessarily like to just photograph just for myself, if that makes sense. Um, No, I I feel like, yeah, when I'm photographing, it it has to be it has to be bigger than myself, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And there's no 
right or wrong. It's like, what's what works for you? You know what I'm saying? Um, but for me, it's like, it's always something that like, like, I don't even know. It just evolves into like, it's, it's, it's own thing. Um, so I don't even know if that even answers the question. That's a great question, you know, but I'm just like, it's hard to answer. I think for any artist asking them, you know, why they create or why they make art. I can't answer for anyone but myself. And I, it's for me, it's, bre- it's, it's breathing. It's a powerful question. That's why yeah. I said that's a very powerful question. Just hoping to, to change for me, not change, but to open people's perspective mm-hmm. on things, you know, finding, finding connection, no matter who you are. Um, uh, yeah, it's 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 just more so. It's like putting a smile, like making people smile, because you know there's just so many things that's going on in the world. I feel like you know, and to me, I still like to think there's more good people than what you want. If you want to say bad, you know, but for me, it's just like it's so important to um, put smiles on people's people's faces mm-hmm. because you don't know what anybody's going through. You know, people just you know we go through, we all go through a lot. And so if you can find connection in something or just get like a nice feeling, like a nice little twinkle or whatever <laughs> in your heart, um, to me, I feel like that's special. And I feel like um, that's a purpose um, that I feel like is important for me to to do and uh, fulfill. So, yeah, that's, oh, gosh, that's a good, that's a good, that might be a question I might ask myself. Forever, you know, like and what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Your question was pretty much like, uh, like what what moves you, like as yeah, what moves you to photograph, yeah. yeah, to photograph or to make your art. Really, I feel like it's just it's 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 spirit. I really do. I really really do because I do not just photograph just anything. Yeah, I don't. I can't. Same. I, same. I can't because if I don't feel connected to something, oh my gosh. <clears throat> Well, it brings me back to that quote that I read from you in another interview where you said it was important to photograph your community. Uh That for me is so important within my photography. I feel like sometimes if you lay out, I I don't know if I want to admit this online, but Mm -hmm. if you were to like lay out all the photographs of the buildings that I'm, that I, that I photograph or all the places I photograph and like pin them on a map, like you for sure could figure out where I live. Oh, no, 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 don't say that. Cut that out. (laughs) Cut that out, guys. Um, because it's so important for me to photograph my neighborhood. You know, I grew up, I studied photography, so I mm-hmm. went to school for photography, mm-hmm. both my undergrad and through grad okay. school. Although grad school wasn't, it was more open-ended. It was like studio art, and my oh, cool. my focus was on photography. So we talked a lot, about a lot of different things, but really it was making your work and talking about it and critiquing it. Cool. Um, but so much of, I feel like the the history of photography is, and, and the photographs that I love, the photographers I love, they're going to different communities and mm-hmm. photographing. And sometimes people are there for like one week, right. two weeks at a time. And they're making these images and they're leaving. Called a parachute photographer. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I always think of tourism or, you know, yeah, I mean, in and out. Yeah. And for me, it's always been so important to photograph the places where I live. The buildings are so mm-hmm. important to me because they're right. part of my everyday. They kind of live in the peripheral where you're driving down the road and you see them, you don't see them. And then one day for me, it's like, hey, wait a minute, what's different right now? Mm-hmm. Something's not something's not the same. And usually mm-hmm. it's like a building's been torn down or a tree's been cut down mm-hmm. and I'm being introduced to the environment in a new way or something's been painted. Mm-hmm. painted. Mm-hmm. And that for me is part of my process of why I photograph. But it has to be where I'm living. But I do a lot of editorial work now too, so it, uh-huh. it's not always the case. Sometimes I'll go out on an assignment and photograph somewhere. Right. 
But I really try to take time like researching the neighborhoods and looking into where I'm photographing. Yeah. It's important to me. And you talked about community too. Yeah. And and it sounds like from everything you've shared, like the places that you go and you photograph, you're, you know, you're putting your seed down for a while. You're living yes. there. You're getting to know those communities. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, at the, seeing people as humans, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, when you talk about how you see like these buildings and like there's a change and um, you, you, you admire because. If you think about it, there's so many different types of photography, right? Not everybody does landscape or architectural or anything like that, you know, or they might just specifically, like, focus on portraiture or something like that. But imagine, like, you focusing on buildings, that's what you like, you know, based off of what I'm listening, you know, like, mm -hmm. you you like to focus on uh, that around you. Um, that's more, that, that you know, that's not, what I'm trying to say is, like, not all what's what's the saying the shoes not all shoes come in one size or they, it's, it's the shoe fits you know what i'm talking about i think y'all y'all understand what i'm talking i know about. what you mean yeah, yeah it's, it's, well, it's yeah. the shoe whatever yeah we fits wear it oh wait that might not be the right that might one. not be the one you're thinking of <laughs> well basically what i'm trying to say is whatever whatever like what works for you works for you you know and what uh what you feel called to do it is what you feel called to do it and so um but architectural photography is beautiful, and I don't think everybody can do that well. And your 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 photos, yes, yeah, I I I I enjoy seeing how you the composition and the angles that you take it from. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of my stuff is about the roads to that. I building I noticed that. Yeah. I noticed that. I know that's that. a pretty significant theme within my work is. And thinking about how we experience buildings through roads and, mm. and how roadways are designated through neighborhoods, how neighborhoods are structured around roadways, how neighborhoods are altered because, yes. because of roadways right. and, and right. separation, yep. That's the segregation of right. neighborhoods based on roadways. Mm -hmm. So even though I'm making the work, like I feel compelled to make it for me, like I see something within these buildings. I'm like, oh man, it's like taking a drink of water. Like I have to go out and photograph. Like that's, mm -hmm. I guess kind of how it is for me. Like, man, I have to go make this photograph. Right. Um, Just like I have to take a drink of water to survive. Sorry guys, if that's cheesy. No, but, uh, we, we've been talking about <laughs> water. Uh, but uh, the work for me, that that's the end, ends up what I become so fixated on sometimes is the history of the building, the ways that yeah. it has impacted the neighborhoods and the people who have lived in those neighborhoods neighborhoods over time and then the way the buildings change and then eventually mm -hmm. they're gone yeah yep 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 and you know if anything that I've been learning about life in general and I'll tie this back into photography the only thing that's constant really is change yeah unfortunately rather however you see it as a, a good thing or not so good thing um things change and um when I go and photograph and meet people you know it's like, you know, one thing I can say, Emily, about the folks that I go and photograph, I felt like, I feel like I've already known them. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, it just feels so natural. Like, it just feels, it feels good, you know? And that is when I know, like, all right, this, I need to, I need to, I need to document this, you know? Because um, it's nothing like somebody being able to trust you, you know? with how you are how you see this because right somebody see, just that's in. a whole other topic i want to talk about is actually the collaboration between a photographer and the individuals that they're photographing yeah they're giving so much of themselves yeah right yeah 
They are. And it is, you know, we look, we talk about the artists so much, but the it's people very who vulnerable. Are being, it's very vulnerable. Yeah. And it somewhat is a collaboration. Yeah. I mean, more than somewhat, it is a collaboration, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. a camera makes people uncomfortable, uh. typically <laughs> right from the get go. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so. We have let, for a few more minutes. I guess I would ask you too, because you because people are yeah. such a are so important within you and your subject matter. You're photographing people typically, yeah. Um, although your new work with the leaves and you're doing your alternative process, right, 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 yeah. Um, but how do you? Can you talk a little bit about like when you're documenting people mm-hmm. if it's within the Flint water crisis or in Colombia, how to put them at ease or so they don't feel like you know they're right. Yeah, again, so that is where it's important to not photograph right away. And some people might think like, oh, I might lose something I might not be able to get, but I'm a firm believer you're going to get and capture what you're meant to meant to capture, mm-hmm. you know? So it is just so important. I do not like to be like, you know, have the camera, you know, like, all right. Because like you said, it makes people like, it makes people like, hey, like, uh okay what are you doing where are you coming from where you with you know what i'm saying um so it's just more so just like getting to know let's get to still get to know people for who they are you know and so i feel like that's what kind of happens with like just us both being at ease you know because i can also feel anxious too if i'm being honest you know you yeah, know it's, it's because it's, it's also vulnerable for me too you know to be following somebody and you know and you end up forming a, a a beautiful friendship with this person um but you know they're sharing some of their selves but also me too I, I have to I have to share some some of myself too and I have no problem because it's just uh it's natural you know and, and, it, and it feels it feels right and if it doesn't feel right then it's like oh I'm, I'm not meant to I'm not meant to photograph this and I'm I'm okay with that yeah yeah I've had those moments too where it just doesn't feel right and it's okay yeah uh maybe it's just meant not meant to be documented at all or somebody else will come along mm-hmm. you know and again just knowing what's for you is for you yeah at the end of the day so um, good advice yeah no it's, it's the truth and you know again uh, and it's a quote that i saw uh and it's for me it's like i'm i'm here to express you know i'm not here to impress Mm-hmm. you know and also it's all like doing it also says you do stuff for a cause and not for an applause so right always keeping that in mind you know expressing and for a cause yeah. always whatever that cause is for anybody you know don't uh, I know social media likes to make people think and I get on social media when I want to I do not care I will take forever to respond back sometimes I Cause I, I, I'm just such a firm believer and that's also with me like loving and being in nature, you know, and, um, it's okay to not be on your phone. Yeah. You know, it is, it, it is okay. There's time, there's, there's moments, you know, like when I'm on and then when I'm not on, but, um, and again, like with the alternative photography and using plant materials and stuff like that, it's just so important to show our, us see us as nature not separate from nature you know we are a part of it and um it's just beautiful to see like there's other ways to create images you know just using um plants you know using herbs and not using chemicals you don't have to use chemicals all the time because i know we were talking about the dark room earlier right um 
when I'm creating these plant materials, I make sure to not use any chemicals, but it's kind of, it's similar to like the dark room process. It, it, it is because there's some developing that you have to do yeah. um, in some of the stages of it. And so- um, What are you using? Um, okay, sorry. Um, it really, it, it depends. And honestly, I, I feel like I have to tell people they got to figure it out on their yeah. own because I have, I, I have to. Um, okay. Yeah. Like, but, but with me being like, uh, and I know we're past time, we're past time, Alana, but Hey, um, but for me, um, oh man, with, um, learning and just practicing and being with plants all the time, um, it has shown me the process of like just the, a life cycle in period in, in general. Right. So, um, when things birth and when they're, they're new, you know, um, the beauty of that but also the beauty of the process of death you know not being afraid of of death because that's a part of, that's a part of the life cycle for every living thing and so um when when working with plant materials and creating this or uh, that work um it helps me to appreciate life the cycles of life and so it's it's very meditative and therapeutic for me when I'm doing it um so um, yeah, and there's going to be more of that to, to come once the sun comes out more and when it's stronger because, yeah. you know, we're in winter right now. And that's the cool thing about it. It it goes with the seasons, you know, or where you live and stuff like that. It it definitely keeps you connected to the nature because it, it's what it is, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love how um, I'm able to connect um, my folk herbalism side um, and background to that, to, to photography. Cause it just feels, it feels good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, I can't wait to see more of it. Yeah. Woo. I can't, I can't wait to create it. I've been thinking, I'm like, oh, I want to do this. I know. But then you have to wait. And so that's good. It just shows you that, you know, we're in winter. This is hibernation time right now, you know, and it's time to relax. You know, if you have an idea, if you don't want to forget it, just write it down. No, that's important too because the sense that you always need to be creating yeah. and turning things out, it just isn't reality sometimes. Right. I think, and especially for me, I need to like marinate my thoughts sometimes and right. let things sit for a minute right? Um, before I, I have so many ideas too and I just kind of jot them down just like that and, and write, wait for the right time. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's And, and that's what I was trying to tell you about social media too. Yeah. You know, it, it makes us feel like we have to constantly produce something. And so working with nature and being out in nature, uh, it helps you really um, have gratitude for the seasons and, and downtimes and realizing that it's okay. And again, what's meant to happen will happen regardless, you know, regardless. So, um, yeah, that's just, that's just how I, I see it. So, all right, well, I guess we'll wrap it up. I know. We can probably just keep talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm all like, we, we are on the road right now. I love talking about <laughs> photography. I don't know if you're like this or not. I feel like uh -huh. you are. Uh -huh. um, and not even my own photography. It's just, I love photography so yeah. much and the storytelling within it. Mm -hmm. It's such a great form of communication, of nonverbal communication. I love reading and photograph, thinking about the themes, the angles, the colors. Yeah. Always trying to get into the head of the artist behind it uh -huh. and try to figure out why they do what they do, which, you know, it's yeah. such a hard question to respond to, which we talked about today. But mm -hmm. it's a tool. And also yeah. photography is such a, a powerful tool. Yeah. You know, um, 
I love all forms of just art, anything, photography, painting, sculptures, text, textiles. Oh my God. I love, love textiles. Cause that's another form of storytelling too, yeah. that people don't, um, uh, I feel like people kind of take advantage of, you know? Um, and I'm like, I'm not even going to go on a tangent about that. Cause we'll still be here. But, um, I, I, for me, I'm just like, um, Oh man! Again, like you said, the minds behind like what what made you yeah um, create this or what what was the calling to this um, is always just something that is so um, I feel like important. Uh-huh. It's very 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 important, and it's to me it's always important to be very intentional. Yeah, intentional when creating work. Yeah, it's important. You have to be a little bit dialed into what you're doing and what you're the, the the narrative that you're creating. So when I was teaching, we would talk so much about framing. Framing yeah. is so important. What you're choosing to include from mm-hmm. the scene and what you're choosing to remove from the scene, and always remembering that something is excluded. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate that sometimes. I know, and I know hate's a strong word, but sometimes I depending on the lens too sometimes it sucks when you can't get something in or you got to take something out depending on the frame you know because you're like oh that plays a part in the, in the story yeah. of the image yeah. you know but and sometimes it's not even what's in the environment sometimes it's something much deeper than that you know what yeah. artist has chosen to remove from the image right yeah because i could take a photograph over here or i could take it over here uh-huh. and that's going to alter how it's interpreted, what we're choosing <laughs> yeah. to show. I mean, we, that's a whole other kind of pathway we can go down when you look at photographs and you think about what you're looking at and and, and what you're not looking at. You know, what's just off to the side. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Thing too. yeah. Can't fit at all. So what is just off to the right. side? Right, right. What are you capturing? What are you showing in this yeah. image? And then why are you choosing to show them? Yep. What's the story behind it? What's the purpose? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the connection, mm-hmm. you know, too? Yeah. What's the... Are you are, are are all artists connected to the work that they do? You That's know? a good question. I wish we had more. I wish we had more photographers here today too. Gosh, that would be so great. Oh. three or four photographers here talking about. Ooh, yeah. I feel like that would be like everybody just have so much to say. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's it just depends on it depends on your light, your perspective. You know, like how you see photography is light. You know, that's right. that's really what it is. So it just it depends on like what light, you know. Uh, things change based off of the light, like what you see, you know. So um, yeah, ooh, we, yeah. I just feel like I could just go on and on. Wow. All right, well, we'll wrap it up, guys. We're at almost fifty minutes, but uh oh, it has been amazing <laughs> today to yeah. here at the Holland Project and talking to Ayana. Yeah. Her work's still up over the Wells Bridge. Check it out before it comes down. Yeah, yeah, I can go down anytime now. So <laughs> drive down. Drive down. Take a look at it. Uh, follow her. You want to shout out your Instagram handle? Sure. You can follow me at Soul Well Known. And that's um, known without an O. So Soul Well Known, y'all. Check it out. Okay. And I'm Emily. Yes. And this is Ayana. And thank you for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you next time. All right. Peace.